There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? Uh, Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. We're coming to you from AMK Studios in Stockholm. Nice. How you doing, brother? Dude, I'm good. I'm uh, having a hard time keeping my head screwed on lately. Very busy, but good. Okay. Super excited. How many? Fi- I looked at the. Ca- I'm looking at the calendar right now. Okay. I won't lie. It's uh, what? 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 August. August twentieth. We are, what, 22, 23 days away from the beginning of the NFL football season. Yeah, man. Starting on September 11th, a little Oh, really? Odd, but whatever. Okay. Is that a Thursday? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, no, it's a Friday. Yeah. No, no it's a Thursday. You know no, what? No, it it's going to be September 10th. Yeah, the 10th. I just yeah, looked yeah. at, you know why I did that? Because I have my, th- you oh, know how the computer tells time, the night, time difference? Yeah, it's yeah. telling me like, yeah, it's, it's a Friday. night game. It's a night game. But yeah. yeah, the 10th, September 10th. So here it'll be September 11th. Right. Okay. I will not be staying awake for for the Texans and the Chiefs. Texans Chiefs. Yeah. It's probably gonna be a blowout. Yeah. The I, Chiefs I are pretty much still together. Uh Texans, uh are there any big changes? I don't know. <laughs> they I think lost the, DeAndre Hopkins. That's a pretty big oh, change. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> so I think they're pretty Yeah, they're pretty screwed. yeah, they're pretty screwed. They're gonna get that ass beat. <clears throat> Yeah, mm-hmm. they can't keep up with the uh, Kansas City offense. But it's very exciting. I mean, yeah, man. I'm just starting to tingle a little bit by yes. some of these uh, week one uh, matchups. Like what? Let's go through it, man. Let's, Let's go. fucking go through it. Well, I, I mean, something weird always seems to happen when the Dolphins play the Patriots. Yes. Oof, don't, you know. don't forget about the Miami Miracle, baby. <laughs> I mean... It's one of those games that, like, I, I know that, like, and this is funny because before I met you, I, I never really met a Dolphins fan before. But the Dolphins, That's odd. the Dolphins <laughs> Patriots uh, game is always one of those games when it hit the calendar. I would always be like, eh, what? Pat's going to beat that ass. How interesting could that yeah. possibly be? And always then all of a sudden you see the highlights, you're like, holy shit, I can't believe I missed that game. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's week one. <clears throat> Yeah, Pass but Dolphins. I mean, obviously, the one matchup everybody's waiting for is um, Bucks and the Saints. Oh yeah! So you get to yeah. see Tom Brady, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees versus yeah. Drew Brees. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I think that's the one everyone's probably. Is that a night watch. game? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it starts at ten. See, they don't think about us over here in Europe, man. Nah, nah. It's ten thirty. Ten thirty. So it's the afternoon game. It's the fourth. 4.30 game. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's the after. Exactly. It's the afternoon game. Uh, you know what's great though? What's when that? the time changes. Oh yeah, here Are we get an extra and, hour, and then because uh, it doesn't it change in the there States at the same a time. A couple weeks later, yeah. So like for a couple weeks, we get to watch the game at a mm. little earlier. You can watch the second game easily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, I'm really curious. Now we're actually getting into the news a little bit, but you know because um, because of the college football situation, mm-hmm. there has been a rumor that the NFL might also play on Saturdays. I've heard that, but I kind of think that's probably not going to happen. 
Okay. Because man, they could throw a bone. Like <clears throat> they're talking about making money. If you're mm. trying to make some money, yeah. throw a bone at one of these channels that don't have football. Right. Well, I think the reason why I think it's probably not going to happen is because, you know, a couple of weeks ago when the Pac-12 and the Big Ten decided they weren't going to play, uh, it kind of seemed like the dominoes were starting to fall. But then the SEC reversed that trend and said, no, nah, fuck that, and dropped <laughs> their schedule okay. uh, a few days ago. They're going to play. Oh, um, wow. Oh, okay. And that, so SEC— so the NFL doesn't want to—why don't the NFL stomp out the uh, ratings, man? Uh, I think they actually can, I think they legally are not allowed to. Oh, okay. Uh, there's some kind of weird antitrust type thing, like where they can only broadcast on certain days. Okay. I, I read about it, or I was so, Except it was for, like so legally. Playoffs, but playoffs, they play Saturdays. <clears throat> playoffs are different. Oh, okay. Also, I think at the time when they're in the playoffs, college football isn't playing. Not playing anymore. I think they have some kind of agreement between the— Okay, to not smash them Because up. two of the biggest conferences in, in college football have decided they're going to go forward. The ACC and the SEC are— ACC's going forward. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. So they probably—I I think if they're smart, they could have—they can—there'll be no national championship, because that would be weird. But you could just have—whoever wins the ACC should just play whoever wins the SEC. And, and then you call that something. A beatdown. You call that the, <laughs> I don't know. You call know. it a beatdown. Clemson's going to beat the shit out of who. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. Clemson's going to lose, brother. No, no, you never know. You never Actually, know. it could be good. Clemson's coming out of ACC, though, most likely. Yeah. And, and SEC is probably Alabama. Probably. If they play. Probably. Yeah. So, anyway. That's, uh, that's Skiff's uh, college uh, football Round, intro roundup sorry I, we were supposed to talk about the nfl <laughs> but football is football to me yeah you know uh, I mean? yeah xfl that's NFL. Not, i'm sorry that's NFL. not football <laughs> I, I, let me rephrase that <laughs> not all football is football yeah, ncaa and nfl makes sense yeah yeah and high school football is kind of fun high school's good man high school's bigger in miami than the like uh i wouldn't say bigger than pro oh really Maybe at Maybe. one point, yeah. In in Miami, yeah, that's the big game: Jackson versus uh, um, Northwestern. Okay, here's a tip for our listeners: if there's anyone listening at all, mm -hmm. uh, as soon as this COVID bullshit is over, if you ever happen to find yourself in mm -hmm. America yeah, on a Friday night, on a Friday night, yes, in some town, wherever, I don't care where you are, find like dig find. A high yeah. school football game. Go to the game. I'm telling you. It's going to be great, man. You're going to awesome. pay $3. Exactly. You pay $3. You go in there. You go get you a soda yeah. or whatever, some chips or whatever, and, and watch the amazing fun of people having a blast. It like, is. It's you amazing. Cannot, you cannot get more Americana yeah. than a Friday night high school yep. football it's game. The parents taking, some parents taking it too seriously. Yeah. Other parents telling them to chill out. Yeah. Cheerleaders cheering their asses off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the players playing their asses off because... And then there's going to be the one or two studs that are have the scholarship yeah. already in hand that are going to be showing off. Or if there's scouts there, oof, they're going to be playing hard. The mm. kids are trying to show off for the scouts. High it's school. Just great. Uh, high the school. bands. Yeah. The bands the that bands. play uh, yeah. what, when, once at the, towards the end of the game, the mm -hmm. band uh, gets allowed to play pop songs mm -hmm. besides just the band songs. Yeah. And then you get to hear, you know, whatever song is out right now yeah the bands the cheerleaders the whole atmosphere yeah, is great. yeah um even I, I disagree with cheerleading after high school but i get it in high school yeah it well like we said before i think that 
like the yeah, it, it gets more pointless. Yeah, <laughs> as you yeah, the you bigger know, the stadium is. Yeah, the the bigger the yeah the, the bigger and more professional yeah. the game becomes, the more useless. Yeah, uh, and kind of strange cheerleading becomes i think but it's a uh, man the whole environment i missed that when you know what next time i because last few times i went home i didn't go to any high school games you know, but, you know i have the last time i was was home was fortunate i was lucky to be there in december last year before all this covid shit hit oh, good for uh you. and i just happened to catch uh the marietta blue devils mm-hmm. which Shout out which was the team that my father played for in the okay. 1950s had not won a state championship in since my father was on the team Damn. for 50 years. They had not won a state championship. And I went to see them play in the old Atlanta Braves Stadium in downtown Atlanta. Oh, wow. Where they won their first na- uh, state championship in 50 years. Wow. It was pretty cool. Man, high school sports, man. It was awesome. And I went with a, a gang of... Uh, Guys who had also graduated from Marietta High School, and they were, uh, you know, they were in their mid to late twenties now, but they were so they were drunk like like high school kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I had to be the old man, like helping them oh, get out wow. of the stadium. Like they were so shit faced. It was it was quite funny, <clears throat> but fun. Well, uh, I want to start by talking about um, uh, a tradition I have every year, most years. Mm-hmm. Of uh, watching Hard Knocks, man. Yeah. It gets me into, it's well produced. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it doesn't even matter what team is on there. It's just a great show, man. I like sports documentaries, and it's like a packaged sports documentary series. Right. And it's done by HBO and uh, this year, and it's it's good, man. You know, Lee Schreiber is going to be doing the narration just perfectly <laughs> every time. He's good. I like yeah, him. Yeah. So uh, I watched uh, Hard Knocks. First episode, they're doing both L.A. teams, the uh, Chargers and uh, the, uh, what's the other one? The L.A. Chargers and the L.A. The Rams. Rams, yeah. Oof, so forgettable. <laughs> no, L.A. Chargers and the Rams. And uh, it was good, man. I thought the Chargers man. would be more forgettable. <laughs> but the, uh, I know, right? The, uh, the thing about it that I took from the first episode, yeah. I don't want I don't want to drop many spoilers, right? but uh, one character that's, very uh, prevalent throughout the entire uh, episode, and it's probably going to be throughout the entire series, is COVID. Mm. Yeah. And watching it made me feel like there's no way the season's not happening. Right. The the I didn't know how much money the NFL's putting into this COVID preparation, but it looks pretty, like, safe. Like, I don't know about yeah. safe, but the preparation is insane. <clears throat> They test every player every day, hmm. all of the staff, coaches, and everything. They have nurses on, like, or, yeah, nurses there doing their blood and uh, the nose check or whatever. Hmm. Every single day. <laughs> they have the lockers social distanced. The locker rooms look like, a, I don't know, ping pong, or not ping pong, but a, like, a, what's it called? The machine that you do at the arcade. Uh, oh, the pinball? <laughs> pinball. Yeah, it's like yeah. all over the place. It's mm-hmm. like pinball. Uh because there's the and they have the they they showed the people like measuring between everything to make sure that everybody's socially distant. Hmm. And there was one player that had symptoms and was put into quarantine right there. Right. Like it's just like they were strict about it. Yeah. And uh, the, and then the just knowing that it's back and the way they're trying to adjust is 
was interesting. I recommend Hard Knocks, man. It's even though it's all there's no preseason games, that's the thing that's missing. It's preparing for a game, yeah, was always fun. And then they can go through each episode and be like, yeah, the end of the episode is you know, the game, right? But there's no preseason games. So. Yeah, that's interesting. And last year they obviously had Hard Knock. Last year Hard Knocks had uh, the Antonio Brown yeah saga yeah which was you know. You couldn't write that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was, sure, uh, yeah, I was, I was a little was interested to see. I haven't watched it yet. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of figured that COVID would, would be the the character yes. that everybody was talking about this yeah. year. Um, and Anthony Lynn, the coach, had it. Yeah, I heard. He had COVID and he talked I, I feel, I sort of, I don't know. I have Him split, and John Gruden. I've split. Yeah, John Gruden. <laughs> John Gruden was just fake. That is still... <laughs> I, it's funny because we were talking about that and I was listening to some other podcasts and they had the same take that we had. Like, this is incredibly stupid. To, yeah, like, fake. Of course. Yeah, it's just crazy. But I, I, have, I have mixed feelings about it. I think um, on one level, I think it's great. Uh, it's a great PR tool to show that the NFL is, you know, doing the right thing and looking after mm. these players. Uh, but at the same time, it's kind of hard to escape the fact that, I mean, yeah, you can... You can measure their lockers, yeah. how far apart they are, but they go home. But then they, then they go out on the field and they yeah. hit each other, and and then yeah. they go home and yeah. do all other stuff. So it's you know, yeah. whatever it'll, it whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and and they're just going to roll with it. Um, but you know, they have the money to deal with it. I guess. Well, there was a, there was a one player that's it's not on hard knocks, but there's one player who went against the the rules. <laughs> Just the dude from the Seahawks. <laughs> this dude has been kicked off the team. His name, his name is Kima Siverant. Uh, you'll probably only hear his name with this story because I doubt he'll ever play a snap in the NFL. But yeah, because he's a rookie. Yeah, he undrafted. Un, he's an undrafted rookie. Has not played a single game. Yeah. And then he does what? He tried to sneak a woman into the team hotel by dressing her as a player. <laughs> Talk about can't make this up. Why couldn't they have hard knock Seahawks, man? How big was this woman? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, they're like, no, she's a cornerback. She's a cornerback. <laughs> it's all good. It's all... <laughs> Maybe they wanted like her to look woman. like she's staff. an offensive lineman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's no tackle. <laughs> no tackle. Bam. Bertha. Uh, but he tried to sneak her into the team hotel, uh, got caught, and it was immediately uh, kicked off the team. Uh, because, and it's just so irresponsible to put, potentially put the players in danger just for for a piece, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say for a piece. I don't know if it was a, uh, a woman that he loved. Hmm. But, but I just when I hear the story, I feel like it's somebody he met and is just trying to smash. So yeah. I could be wrong. I, it could be his sweetheart. So go to her place. That I, I get it. Maybe they had a, a rule that they couldn't leave, and he felt. Like, I mean, it's, it's no excuse. I'm not trying to make excuses for him. Yeah. I'm just trying to look at it from a different perspective. Of, uh, I'm hoping that it wasn't just a piece. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, he would never have been disciplined enough to be an NFL player, right? Without the talent level, you know what I'm saying? Sure. His discipline didn't match his talent level, right? So he shouldn't be in the league. His Welcome discipline. To the XFL. His discipline didn't match his talent level. I think if you're really, really talented, Antonio Brown, right, then you can be less disciplined. Uh huh. Okay. 
So you get away with more. You get away Is with more. Is that the yeah. ratio? Yeah. The ratio from talent to, yeah. to so discipline. Then, so you got uh, uh, a worksman that uh, that learns to run routes to the point, like to perfectly. Right. And, and Quan Bolden comes to mind. Mm. Uh, but he's not going to outrun everybody. No. But he's going to be where he needs to be at the top of that hook route. Mm. But somebody like, I don't know, Brandon Marshall, he's a good route runner too. Right. But Randy Moss, run and go. <clears throat> You know what I mean? They yeah. have the, they don't they, they don't need the same. Well, they they have the luxury of being uh, getting a little more grace. So are you saying that the more talented you are, the more undisciplined you can be? And you can personal. get away with being right. But if so, you that's make, why it didn't work you, out for DeAndre Baker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, who will yeah. be arraigned on September fifteenth? By the way, <laughs> update. Ding, that, ding, ding, it's ding. just a small one. <laughs> Yeah, arraignment hearing, September 15th. Uh, Miami, yeah. Florida, man. Go for it. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, what we do, man. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, just, I, I feel, uh, I would say I feel bad for him, but I don't, man. Nah. I don't. There's so many people that want that spot you got, and you just... Opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. To prove yourself. Yes, because it's not like you were drafted. No. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, you man. are expendable, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pete, Pete Carroll wasn't having it. And Pete Carroll's high risk. He's like, fuck that. You're not bringing somebody in there possibly with COVID so you can smash and spread. Yeah. And that's actually, I mean, that that was one of the stories that I sent you too, which we might as well talk about it since you brought it up. Okay. The, <clears throat> I read this article on, um, I think it was on ESPN actually. And I have to admit, I hadn't really thought about this. I mean, you know, most people say like, oh, well, you know, there's players that have opted out for health mm-hmm. reasons, either their oh, own yeah, or family and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, most of the NFL players are healthy. They're young. Yeah. They, if they get sick, they'll likely be asymptomatic. It probably won't kill them. Absolutely true. But the part that I had not really thought about, uh, embarrassingly so, was the coaches. I mean... Yeah, I had thought about it, but I didn't think about the opt-out part that we're going to... I mean, look at a dude like Andy Reid. Yeah. That guy's like 300 fucking pounds. Looks like he eats barbecue every three meals a day, every <laughs> day of the week. he lives in Kansas City. And he's loving that <laughs> Kansas City, but he eats it for breakfast and lunch and dinner. <laughs> Let me get a ribs with eggs. I mean, like... <laughs> And you can tell it. Let me dip these ribs in grits. <laughs> Give me some of that uh, and barbecue. You, and you know you could get that too. Yeah, and, probably. Yeah, I mean some you get that pork. shit. You could get that in Georgia for uh, sure. Pull pork on a on a breakfast biscuit. Steak and eggs. Hey, yeah. you can go to Waffle House and get steak and eggs. Yeah, I was gonna say steak. I wouldn't consider that like Kansas City barbecue. You can get chicken fried steak and eggs. Brisket. Yeah, 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 and yeah eggs. sure. <laughs> but I mean, imagine Andy Reid dies in the middle of all this crap. Yeah. That's why my whole thing about giving everybody antibodies mm. and then bring then going to practice. But I heard Putin has a virus safe. or not virus, a uh, vaccine. I heard that too. So I get you know. We're good. I mean, we're good, man. Just when get... has anything ever gone wrong? When Putin said, "Here, take take this," <laughs> <laughs> just biological terror. That always works. <laughs> yeah, but uh, one thing that I saw in this article you sent me was. Um, that the uh, coaches don't have a union, and they're kind of like yeah. uh, contracted, like independent contractors. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was an interesting thing that I learned from I this article. Think about that. I, I hadn't thought about that either. I didn't know that. I thought that because they're not considered employees of the. They're not considered on staff. Mm. Like, uh, like we'll talk about a new staff member of the, of the Washington football team, but mm. uh, they're not considered like a part of the staff. It's not like president, VP, right, and then coach. Mm. Coach is a separate entity. I didn't know that. Yeah, the players have a union that that kind of argues on their behalf for Coaches you know have agents, financial things, and all this all through this COVID mm-hmm. situation. But Workplace the coaches, stuff. yeah, the coaches have have nothing. And and also in this article, predictably, all of these coaches are so they're so manly. They're like, yeah. well, even if we had the opportunity to opt out, we would never do that. Yeah, you know? sorry, these man. guys are gonna, yeah, yeah. Hopefully not, but yeah. Anyway, I, it just sort of freaks me out a little bit. I think yeah. I'm very excited about football coming back, but I'm also very worried that something is going to stop it in its tracks. Um, I think I'm worried that nothing's going to stop it in its tracks. Right. And it's just going to Why? Be... Because you're worried about the Falcons winning the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, I'm saying <laughs> nothing's going to stop it in its tracks, and they're just going to plow on yeah. and <clears throat> take it as it comes, mm. which seems like a... I don't know. We could be wrong. Who knows? But it feels like a bad idea. Yeah. But I want to see football. It's, it's, it's so conflicting. Yeah. I want to see football, but I don't want. I don't want it to get to the point where all of these people are getting sick, or a coach dies, or like a staff member dies. Mm-hmm. Like imagine like some some of these uh, trainers or or like yeah uh, uh, these extra people on the coaches staff mm-hmm. are older or more high risk. Yeah. Somebody could have like. And then, you know, so many people in the, in the States don't go to the doctor often because of healthcare being yeah. shitty. Yeah. So that people could have conditions that make it tougher for them and not even know it. Yeah, totally. I, I think it's... Like undiagnosed stuff. Like, oh my God, I didn't know I only have one arm. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we touched, I touched on it a, a bit. I think the biggest story coming out of NFL yeah. this week... Uh, we can talk about uh, is uh, Washington football team has uh, made a new hire uh, and they're trying to change course big time. Uh, and they hired a gentleman named Jason Wright. Same age as me, man. Dude's 38 years old. What the fuck am I doing in my life, huh? I, that was going to be my first question, actually. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, because, <laughs> because you are sitting here with me. Talking about talking about football uh-huh. while he's being about it. This young fella <laughs> uh. has just become the first black president uh. of a football team in NFL history. It hurts, man. It's fascinating. It hurt. No, I'm, I'm really glad for this brother, uh, Jason Wright. I never, I don't remember him from football. I know he played for six well, it's years. Because or so. he's, I, I looked him up. He sucked. Yeah, he got like six hundred <laughs> yards. Well, Total he, over his every team he ever What's played the, for, uh, he was assigned to the practice squad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Uh, he got in a few games for for the Cardinals. I think he got into a few games for the Browns. Okay. Uh, he because I looked at when I looked him up, I was like, this guy played for the Falcons. When did this guy play for the Falcons? <laughs> I know the Falcons. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of this guy. That's because he signed for the Falcons, and I don't even think he played a snap for the Falcons. Yeah. He went straight to the practice squad. Um. What I want to say is this is his story is uh, probably closer to the average NFL story. In what way? 
his his NFL story. Oh, okay. It's closer to because yeah, been moved around. Sure, being on the bubble yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, a, of a roster, mm-hmm. and uh, and and he's an example of perseverance as well. Because yeah, kudos to him. Yeah, dude so, realizes yeah. that the dream's not going to come true. Yeah. Bales. Oh, it has come true. Well, I mean, I'm talking about his playing career. Okay. Playing career, right? He wants to be an NFL player. Yeah. Doesn't work out the way he wanted it to. Bails on that. Goes to business school. Mm-hmm. B- like, works for one of the biggest, like, becomes a consulting partner firm, in yeah. one of the biggest consulting firms on the planet. Yeah. And. Turning companies around. That's yeah. what he did. And thirty-eight at, at the age of 38, he becomes the president of the Washington football team. How fucking cool is that? That's cool as shit, man. And he's a descendant. Of Black Panthers. What? <laughs> what? His dad was a big deal in the Black Panthers. Wow. Yeah. I didn't read that part. Uh, I, uh, That's cool. I found out on in, in other ways. You know, I got connections. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so he's got ties to Black Panthers. Uh, I, I got a feeling <clears throat> they're going to be uh, the Red Tails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, I don't know what they're gonna do. But um, I, I, I was after reading about it and 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 hearing what he said and all this. Stuff, it seems like a, a person with a, with a good head on his shoulders that could really turn things around over there. And I'm hoping that. But I don't want him to feel pressure like, mm. that a lot of firsts have to feel. Sure, like yeah. uh, like Barack Obama, first black president. It's just like, hey, well, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody's like tugging at him. He has to be. He never had a like. Not, I shouldn't say gaff, but the the biggest thing that people talk about is that he wore a tan suit one time. That was that's so his stupid. scandal. That's his one scandal. That was so stupid. But uh, a lot of times uh, people feel the pressure, and I hope this guy brother can looked just... good in a tan suit. Is what was <laughs> exactly, going on <laughs> exactly. And so uh, uh, I think uh, Mr. Wright here. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't feel the pressure, and he just does what he does. He knows how to turn companies around. Turn this one around, man. It makes me kind of root for them. Uh, and uh, th- apparently the culture was so toxic that the minority owners want the majority owner to step down. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe Mr. Wright, the first thing he could do is is get <laughs> rid nothing. of... Well, I guess you can't. Can't do anything. Can't get rid of Dan Snyder, but um, but yeah, the other story out of the, the football team mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> is that, uh, yeah, like you said, the, the, the investors and minority owners want Snyder to get the hell out. Yeah. Um, Did you see the numbers, man? No. He bought them for eight hundred million. Wow. And it's worth three billion now. Wow. Like, sell your share. Who's gonna buy that? Somebody, because uh, it's somebody. gonna keep going up. Yeah. Well, because they, you know, the thing that's interesting about them is that, I mean, what an what a fascinating opportunity they have because it's like. Now they've basically, reputation-wise, have essentially bottomed out, right? So now yeah. they have nowhere to go but up yeah. from here, yeah. right? They've torn, the house has burnt to the ground, and now they have to rebuild it. Uh, that team's only going to become more valuable, as long yeah. as they keep making the right, the right what feel like the right decisions. Yeah, they've hired a um, woman, they've hired a, a man, a man of color, as some people like to say. Yeah. A black man. Um, I I mean, and they fired people that were involved in this this harassment stuff. So uh, I think as long as he keeps doing, I mean, Dan Snyder, I I mean, there are, I guess there are scenarios in which the NFL could kind of pressure him to sell, but as long as he keeps doing things like what he's doing now, um, it'd be hard to motivate that. 
You know I think what I mean? the other owners would have to band against him to get him out. That's, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm just saying that would be that's the way. Like the NBA that happened not too too long ago. They got rid of an owner. Uh, oh, right. Uh, what? Donald Sterling is his name. I don't remember why. Of the L.A. Clippers. Oh, right. And, what? There was a... the girl, he's, the, this woman recorded him, and she was like a, I don't know what to call her, like a escort type or like a... Yeah, and he was like talking shit about his own one players. Of his, one of his girlfriends. It feels like he has multiple girlfriends, and right. she was one of them. I'm not shaming at all, by the way. <laughs> but he is one of his girlfriends, and she's like, he's telling her... You can fuck whoever you want, but don't be going out in public with these black guys. Oh, right, and it's right. And like, it's a long rant about uh, black folks and whatnot. He was mad at her because she was, like, posting Instagram pictures yeah. of her hanging out yeah. with black basketball players. Yeah, and one of them, Magic Johnson, who everyone loves. Right. But I could understand him not wanting to hang out with Magic Johnson. <laughs> 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 it's like, that's not racist. That's just safe, okay? <laughs> yeah. Did you drink after him? Yeah. <laughs> He's older. He doesn't know, man. Uh, magic's okay, man. Yeah. Magic's got the cure. I don't see Dan Snyder going anywhere. <laughs> no, I don't either. And he's and he was really bullish when he took over the team. It seems I've heard there's a prestige about it. Uh, it's more than just having a lucrative team. Uh, they feel like the owner is like a boys' club type of thing, and they're mm. just like they're they're so proud just to be like, oh, this is my football team. You know what I mean? So well, and also in all fair, I mean, well, I mean, he's essentially. Maybe, I don't know. This is sort of a second chance scenario at yeah. doing the right thing. I mm-hmm. guess you could say that, you know, he doesn't really deserve a cookie for doing the right thing in the midst yeah. of, of but it's good everything that's happened. But, it, but whatever, it's like... No one would have batted an eye if he hired a white man for this position. No. But everyone raised their eyebrow when he hired a black guy. Because they're like, oh, maybe... Especially somebody young, somebody 38 years old... It's like you really, I think when you do that, you're showing like this is like the future. Like we're going to move forward with this guy who has so many years left before he's out, you know, out, mm. time to retire. Yeah. If he would have hired like a 60-year-old black man, you're like, oh, so for five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just my guess. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm rooting for Washington and Tutter around. <laughs> rooting for, uh, what was his name? Uh, Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. Rooting for Mr. Jason Wright. Jason Wright, yeah. Uh, to mm-hmm. do his thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jason, and I'm trying to do a segue. Uh, Jason Wright, you know, I think Washington is uh, trying to affect social justice. Right. And so is Kelly Stafford. Right? <laughs> awesome segue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, major shout out to uh, both... Matthew and his wife, Kelly, yeah. Matthew Stafford, quarterback for the Detroit uh, Lions. I didn't remember he went to Georgia. Oh, yeah. He lit it up at Georgia. Okay. He was good. So Matthew Stafford and his wife, Kelly Stafford, have teamed up with Kirby and Mary Smart. Mm-hmm. Kirby Smart is the head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have essentially, they've raised like Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, to support social justice programs. Oh, I thought they donated. Well, they did. They. Okay. I mean, I think it's partly like they donated some, but they also, you know, kind of acquired other okay. funds from other people. They. Oh, uh, nice. They essentially were. Yeah, they donated five hundred thousand. Nice. Um, Kudos. But the thing that I thought was the most cool about this, honestly, and one of the reasons why I sent this was because, um, 
the the I guess it's a tweet. Is this a tweet or an, or an Instagram thing that Kelly Stafford um, released in in connection with this this announcement? Um, oh yeah. And this to me is something that we need more of yeah. in the world. And this is why I I wanted to talk about it. She said uh, she writes uh, uh, regarding this this effort to raise money for social justice. This is something that Matthew and I have been thinking and talking about for several months now. When Kaepernick knelt during the national anthem, I had strong feelings about it. Even when he kept saying it had nothing to do with the flag or military. Say that line again, man. Which one? When Kaepernick knelt during the national anthem, I had strong feelings about it. Even when he kept saying it had nothing to do with the flag or military, Mm -hmm. I didn't listen. Yes. I kept not listening to him or (laughs) anyone else. Great grammar, by the way, Kelly. Uh, And let the (laughs) political rhetoric persuade me that that him kneeling was disrespectful to our military. Over the past several months, I have opened my ears, mind, and heart, and it has opened my eyes to see how wrong I was. And for that, I'm sorry. How hard is that? Great. It's <laughs> great. Right? I, yeah, I got to give her a round How hard is that, that? to great, just man. say, I was, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I got pulled in. I got pulled in because it made me uncomfortable. To see somebody talking about something that I may be participating in myself. I just feel like this is the solution to the world right now. Yeah. To be able for for people to look at a situation and say, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. She goes all in. The systematic racism is not going away unless we all work on it by working on ourselves and those around us. It's time for everyone to do their part to help end the system. Matthew and I thought this was a good place to start. We are proud to be a part of this program and we will keep fighting to help end this social injustice. Black Lives Matter. I like that she said a good place to start. Yeah. She's not just saying we did this. We did our thing. Yeah. Pat us on the back. Yeah. She said this is where we're she, starting. She's not just saying like, you know what? We'll paint something in the end zone for week one <laughs> and then exactly. we're done here. Uh, uh. We're just getting started is uh, what she's saying. Yeah, man. I've, kudos. That's the type of ally that we want as, yeah. uh, as black folks, man. I, I was really. Yeah. And she's a cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. She was uh, had she? a tumor removed. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if it was cancer, but she had a brain surgery. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, man. Uh, Maybe they removed uh, uh, the... (laughs) Maybe they removed the racist tumor. (laughs) Wasn't that from a Woody Allen movie? Uh, I don't know. I Uh, I don't remember which one. I think it was from a Woody Allen movie where they have, like, the racist uncle in the family. uh And then when he had the tumor removed, he wasn't racist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, oh, shit, it was this fucking... He had a racist tumor. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of uh, movies, I think uh, that's one thing... That you talked about we could do in the future is uh, talk mm-hmm. about some sports movies, but that uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in the future. <laughs> uh, one more feel-good story to go through, because uh, I always feel good when people get that money. Yeah. And uh, George Kittle out here breaking records, man. Mm-hmm. He's got the highest paid tight end ever. Yep. Tight end, too, man. Yeah. Uh, after three years playing, he signs a $75 million five-year extension Yeah. with the 49ers. Travis Kelsey signed a big deal too. It was I, I don't have the numbers right? on his, but it, it's, it's a little 55. under Kittle. I want to say fifty five. Oh, fifty seven point two five million, four year. Both of Travis those guys, Kelsey. they're beasts. Yeah, uh, Kittle, man. I think it has to be. Uh, was it him that did the stiff arm? 
Like just threw all those people off him. You, well, he didn't just do a stiff. We should post that clip because it's okay. not just a stiff arm. He stiff arms at least one dude. Yeah. Um. But then the there's. Team, yeah. it, but then another guy grabs onto his face mask. Yeah. And it's like holding on to, like he's literally dragging dudes yeah. as this guy's trying to rip his helmet off, and yeah. he's dragging these motherfuckers into the end zone. I think that that play got him. <laughs> yeah, that, that play got him uh, uh, that contract. Yeah, and they also say that uh, he's a great blocker, and you normally you get one or the other with a tight end. Mm-hmm. Either they're just a tough blocker that can maybe you know catch a screen every now and then or something like that, or they're a, a big wide receiver. Yeah, but this guy. Or, uh, later on, they'll come on. Like Gronk is probably the best tight end ever, I would say. Sure. But later in his career, <clears throat> he became that because he learned how to like really be a crazy good blocker, mm. and he doesn't get enough credit for that. Yeah. Gronk, but Kittle being only three years in the game, already a dynamic blocker when they're averaging when he's on the field two yards more than when he's off the field, mm. says a lot. Yeah. So uh, kudos to him. Uh, I just I love when salaries get higher. I think players should just keep getting more. We just talked about how eight hundred million to three to three billion mm. <laughs> is mm. uh is a crazy jump in twenty years. Yeah, uh, I think it's been twenty years since. And the tight end, the team I mean, the tight end position, especially. I mean, I don't know if that's what we're talking about today, but no, no. This week we're doing defense, right? Uh, but anyway, the 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 cool thing about the tight end position is that it what in the last would you say 10 to 15 years has kind of really evolved evolved yes. into a much more important role. Yeah. Um, and be- a much more athletic position. Yeah. And they, I mean, they can really, I mean, tight ends can win you the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not just, there are, there's a lot of big tight ends now and it's, yeah. especially as the league has gone more like pass heavy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'll put it like this, tight end, and we'll talk about it when we uh, discuss tight ends, yeah. but they've gone from an extension of the offensive line right. to an extension of the wide receiver. Exactly. That's yeah. what it feels like it has evolved into. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, well put. <laughs> I was trying you. to say something concise and I fucked it up. <laughs> Nailed it. This is why we have to be together. Yeah, yeah You to. share the same brain. <laughs> when mine doesn't work, you just take over. Yeah, man. They should remove your racist tumor. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> I think I'll leave it in there. <laughs> you I might called, need it someday. You should have called me a slur. <laughs> I think I'll leave it in there, darky. You're so articulate. <laughs> That's worse than a slur. <laughs> so articulate. The way you put that together, darky. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so before we move on, we have uh, two stories that I did not send you. Okay. Which uh, fit into the real felons of the NFL. <laughs> Shout out to the real felons. Um, we need like a bad boys, bad boys. Yeah, what, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? Yeah, what something gonna... like that. Uh, yeah, Darius Juice. No. If things ha- weren't bad enough uh-huh. after like nearly choking his girlfriend to death mm-hmm. and being uh, dismissed from the Washington football team, mm-hmm. uh, now has two former LSU students who are saying that he raped them Whoa! Uh, while they were in college. Uh, yeah, and and they're both saying that they reported it to the school, and the uh, the school did not investigate. Not a surprise. No, I wish I could. For, for our listeners, uh, yeah. college campuses, the uh, football players, oh, the athletes, student athletes, 
Especially depends football on, players. Well, depending on the school. Right. Like if it's Duke. Basketball, basketball player, yeah, you know. What I'm sure. So if the the student athletes of the star programs, the right. stars of those programs, are basically above the law, man. Yeah. And they, or it feels like that, and they get away with so much. That's why players sometimes come to the league and have problems adjusting. Jameis Winston, <laughs> you know, that get away with uh, a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. College, there's one uh, college quarterback for FSU punched a woman. Yeah. It was, was on video. Punched her like. He punched mm-hmm. her like a man. Like I don't. It sucks to say it. I mean, punched her like he was punching a man. Right at a bar. Yeah. She smack. She hit him first or whatever. But the way he reacts, come on. Yeah. And they tried to sweep it under the rug too. Yep. It says here two women claim both incidents were reported to school officials, including the coaches. Does not appear wow. that the LSU investigated either accusation. This is from start, the they, USA Today. They got to start. At least pretending they care about women, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's getting out of hand, man. I, I get it. It's college football is like the thing with college football that's so there's there's so much at stake for these for these programs. They're they, but and because the college football season is so tight, you can't afford. Like I'm talking about from a team perspective, I get it. You can't afford. Like, if you're one of those big teams like LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, you know, who, uh, perennial top tens or top fives even, uh, you know, if you don't go undefeated, you're not winning the national championship. Like, you yeah. can't win the national championship at this point in college As football. Mean, like they don't want to suspend, even suspend So the somebody. idea of taking out your your star running future, back. Future NFL player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know the 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 idea of doing the right thing yeah. uh, is unthinkable for these coaches, and which is horrible. Time, yeah. And a lot of times they're thinking uh, he's going to go pro; he'll be all right. You know what I mean? People feel, but well-adjusted people will go pro and be all right. This guy who's doing these things is obviously not well-adjusted. No. So get some, get him some help. Think about it like that. You're getting him some help, mm-hmm. and he's not going to go out there and hurt more women. And what happens in the end? He goes out and he hurts somebody else. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked up, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, um, so another heartwarming story. You got it? Yeah, the other one uh, <laughs> is, Ro- I don't know if anyone listening is familiar with Robert Kraft. He is the owner of the New England Patriots. Boo. Yes, boo, indeed. Uh, and you can boo him for many reasons. Yeah. One of which is the fact that he was um, busted for going to a massage parlor. Yeah. That turned out to be a... You know, one of these rub and tug type yeah, places. You they know, they regularly went That's there. That's a brothel, basically. Um, yeah, but weren't they? Wasn't it like a trafficking ring as well? Yeah, no? he got busted in some kind of yeah. you know thing. But this is like this story is one of those things that just shows you the justice system is different for people with money. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the story is about the, this court ruling. Uh, secret massage parlor videos of New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft cannot be used at trial, according to the Florida Appeals Court. Uh, Fourth District Court of Appeal ruled law enforcement violated Kraft's rights, which are protected by the Fourth Amendment, which protects against unreasonable search and seizures. Uh, The thing that was kind of gross about this article... uh, Is they show the video anyway. (laughs) (coughs) Uh... Yeah, Kraft's attorney, I mean, and he actually, it's funny that he confirms it. Kraft's attorney and prosecutors have gone back and forth on whether 
the video will be released. Prosecutors have pushed for the video to be released, while Kraft's attorneys have argued that the video is basically pornography. Okay. Um, uh, it's basically <clears throat> your client. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that part? They could blur it. Get out of here, man. Mm-hmm. They could blur the part out and people can, you know, understand what's happening. Mm. That's bullshit. Yeah, you're right. There's different rules for rich people. Yeah, and, and it goes on to say, you know, that the video essentially is a, it is Robert Kraft getting a blowjob. Blowjob? Yeah. I thought it was a hand job. No, I think it was a... Okay. They received oral sex from a sex worker on video, and he's still an owner of a football team. Yeah. Really popular one. Yeah, mm. this, I think this needs to get more. Uh, and then if a player, uh, if something like this happens with a player, they're, oh, we're investigating this internally. Uh, we're, you know what I mean? The NFL does that. But when it's the owner, haven't heard shit from the NFL. Yeah, it says here, uh, when the Kraft news broke, the NFL issued a statement. It will handle the issue under the personal conduct policy. The league said it had a full understanding of the facts, but wouldn't interfere with the ongoing investigation. Okay, so if he Which gets means convicted, they're going to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so if he gets convicted, does that mean that does the NFL like are they going to have an owner in jail? You know what I mean? Does he keep owning the team? He can run it from his jail cell. <laughs> it's like, do they make him sell it to a family member? I don't know. Uh, they got to figure this shit out, man. This is insane, man. Thanks for these uh, heartwarming stories, man. Yeah, we had good stories, and then we ended them with yeah. negative ones. Sorry, we should have done it. Should have flipped it. Now you have to leave the news section of this podcast with the image of Robert Kraft getting a blowjob. Getting a blowjob. Oh, my gosh. Something you can't unsee. It was, it was funnier when I thought it was just a rub and tug type place, mm. uh, which is slang for a uh, massage parlor that pays That's hand job. hand job. Yeah. But uh, it's not that funny anymore. No. No. It's, uh, it's sick. It's gross. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. <laughs> he needs to get uh, that they should do something. Mm-hmm. There's something about this. Um. The, now we're on to positions. Yeah. We've been going through the different positions of the football team about, about halfway through, man. Uh, we, we've done the defensive line. We've done the offensive line. Uh, we've done uh, linebackers. And we've done the court, the uh, running backs. So now we're back on defense. And I thought this week we can do cornerbacks. Mm. And we're out on the outside now. Nice. Uh, the cornerback is a prestigious position, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, their job is to uh, defend. It depends on the defense, but it's not, okay. We'll, we'll talk about the position for the uh, the player, the prototype player. Mm. Cornerbacks uh, are normally a little bit shorter in stature, and uh, they're very fast. Mm-hmm. Some of the fastest players on the field, and uh, have good hips and uh, reflexes, normally, and good hands. Well, maybe not good as far as catching the ball, but get their hands in there, break up passes, and stop uh, the the person they're defending from catching the football. That's mm. normally a cornerback. Right. Uh, they can be very highly paid if they're very good. Uh, the best cornerbacks are said to, uh, be, they're called shutdown corners, mm-hmm. and they stop uh, pretty much wh- whomever they defend. They shadow the best wide receiver on the other side, of the uh, wherever they go what they do if they're playing what's called a man defense where you defend one person 
Uh, another type of defense called zone, where they just defend one part of the field. And a really good cornerback does what they call shut down half of the field. So the quarterback won't even look that way. If it's a really good cornerback, <laughs> they won't even look at Richard Sherman a few years ago. Look at Richard Sherman's side of the field. They only throw to hmm. the left side of the field if he's on the right. They look so. there now. Yeah, now they look there. <laughs> uh, and now if he gets them, he was it would bring that up. Uh, y'all, right. y'all think you can throw at me still? <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh that's that's the uh, the stature of them, and then uh, that's uh, the position they they guard uh, normally the wide receiver, and they're normally trash talkers, and you have to have a supreme confidence, I think, to be a good cornerback because you can be left out on your own. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll talk about the safety position later, but a lot of times, uh, <clears throat> defensive it's called the secondary, the back of the defense, right? And a lot of times, the <clears throat> cornerback will have. Safety help, they call it, where a different player mm. uh, who will go through next defensive uh, episode uh, who is behind them and they understand they have somebody at the very back, the last uh, the last player, the last line of defense helping them so then they can be more aggressive. Mm. Uh, but uh, some of the best corners, um, I'd say uh, Deion Sanders was amazing. Indeed. Amazing. Uh Good footwork, hips opening up the hips like that. Oh man, um, Darrell Revis was really good. Yeah, top of his game. Um, uh, Ronnie Lott. No, he was a safety. Oh, he was a safety. That's right. Ronnie Lott, man. Oof. When we talk safeties, I'll tell you a story yeah. about Ronnie. Lott. You Woodson. probably know the story. Um, what was that guy's name? Woodson. Uh, we mentioned uh, yes, uh, Rob Woodson. At some point of his career, he was a mm-hmm. uh, 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 Charles Woodson. Uh, they both were good, but uh, Charles Woodson played cornerback and safety. Mm. Uh, depends. A lot of cornerbacks stop playing cornerback once they lose a step, as they mm. say, and then they move them to safety. Right. Um, who was I going to say? Um, I can't remember now. I'm looking at a list here. Willie Brown. Willie Brown. Denver Broncos, Oakland Raiders. That must be an old player. Uh, that's old. That's an old ass name, too. Willie Brown. <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, Mel Blount. Blunt. Played for the Steelers and... 70s and 80s. Oh, this is before my time. Uh, I remember Charles like, Woodson, Richard Sherman, Mike Haynes, uh, uh, Lim Barney. Also <laughs> old school. This is like best all time. Dick Night Train Lane. <laughs> what? <laughs> How's that for a nickname? I've heard of Dick Night Train Lane. Dick Night Train Lane played from 1952 to 1965. Played for the Rams. Played for the Chicago Cardinals. He sounded like he frequented the same establishment as Robert Kraft. Sounds like it. He might own that fucking place. Y'all want to get on a Dick Night Train? <laughs> <laughs> Who wow. wants to ride the Dick Night Train? That's, That's amazing. Uh, I can uh, I can say I played when I played football. I played um, I played wide receiver and I played cornerback. Okay. And for me, as because I my first love of sports really was was soccer, European football, and I was a goalkeeper. So that was how I kind of got sucked into American. When I got recruited to play yeah. football for my high school. They saw that I could catch the ball really well as a goalkeeper. So that's why they stuck me at those two positions. Okay. And for me. Uh, Cornerback was actually probably the most like being a goalkeeper mm. in the sense that, you know, you have the option to, you know, you're obviously trying to, you're trying to stop the other team from scoring for right. similar to being goalkeeper. Uh, you have the tools of either swatting it down, which goalkeepers do a lot, or just, you know, catching it and intercepting it. And there's something, 
and the, just the essence of that position that like just that 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 supreme satisfaction that comes from making sure that you don't catch the ball. Yeah. This is my ball. That's what they do. They have the celebrations. Shit. They're like, no way, not over here. Yeah, no. this is my ball. <laughs> and it's very much same mentality as a goalkeeper. You, you, your brain's sort of wired the same way, I think. What's his name from Jacksonville? That got He just recently got traded to... Uh, oh, right. Where to did the, that guy uh, go? He's, he's on Hard Knocks now, too. He's at, the, he's at one of the L.A. teams. I think he's on the Rams. Right. What's his name, man? He had the, he's a trash talker. But he can play, man. And now, uh, I mentioned this to someone uh, in our DMs, that the cornerback position is uh, they're getting bigger now. And it's because of people like uh, I mm. mentioned um, Akib Talib, mm. who's a big corner. And uh, Richard, Richard Sherman's another one that's pretty tall. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Dolphins have uh, uh, Howard, uh, Xavier Howard is another one. Mm-hmm. That's uh, These guys are getting taller now, too. They're mm-hmm. very athletic and long, and they can get those arms around and knock the ball down. Whereas before, it was just you're just smaller. Like when the, the Dolphins had Sam Madison and uh, Pat Sertan back in the early, mm. like in the end of the 90s, the, the, the tandem of receiver, the cornerbacks that are just small, but then they're climbing up and knocking these balls. Oh, another one is uh, Brent Grimes is another one that's recent. Mm-hmm. He used to play for you guys. He played yeah. for the Falcons and the Dolphins. He should be our collective favorite player. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the, uh, I could go with that. Uh, just athletic. He was like a cat, Brent Grimes. But he was short, though. He's not a big one. But uh, what was his name, man? For did you find it? No. Where's Brent Grimes now? Uh, I don't know. Oh, he doesn't play anymore. No way. It says here, former American football cornerback. Played college football. Blah, blah, blah. Right, give, me, give me a second. I'm going to find it. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. Right, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. I forget his name. Yes, is one of the best corners in the league as well right mm. now. Uh, but, yeah, the cornerback position has gotten more prestigious uh, since, like, the shutdown corner has been the, the label on these guys. I mean, I think no argument. Deion Sanders took the position into the stratosphere. Yes. Right? Yes. I mean. Yeah, he, was the, he might be the first, quote, unquote, shutdown corner. Yeah. Because you throw it at him, it might get—and he was a, a receiver. I mean, a return man. Yeah. So he catch it, and all of a sudden turn into a punt returner. And there's all those great clips, too, where, like, if, if one of the other corners of the safety intercepts the ball, they'll just, like, pitch it back to Dion and yeah. let him take off running. We have a, <laughs> we have a highlight reel of Dion on uh, SvenFL. Yeah. SvenFL Pod on Instagram, uh, if you want to check that out, of Dion Sanders, one of the best, uh, if not the best, cornerback of all time. I'd say he's the best. Yeah. So that's the cornerback position. Uh, next week, we're going to do wide receivers. Fun. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to get to, after that, we'll do safety, and then we'll do quarterback, and then we'll do some special teams talk, too. Yeah, like punters and kickers. Yeah. And, and the gunners. We'll talk about all of Gunners. Those, yeah. Holders. Holders. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot, man. Football, man. It's chess. How do we well, fit was. in Tyson Hill and all this bullshit? Like, what? <laughs> He's uh, such yeah, a weird... uh, gadget players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, gadget players. Yeah, we could talk about gadget or gadget of... plays in general. Huh? Yeah, that, we could work that in with special teams. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's it, man. That's uh, that's this week's episode of Spin Up. We get closer and closer to the league starting. Man. I can feel it. The first game on uh, September 10th, September 11th for us here that are uh, in Europe. Uh, 
And that's it, man. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, uh, follow us on all the social media stuff. And, uh, and contribute on Patreon if you're interested. Uh, Patreon.com slash NFL. Uh, this has been SpinFL. My name is Jonathan Rollins. Thank you. Sorry. See you next week. Later, y'all. Peace. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,